Raise your hand if your head is on a swivel. That's right, it's the emergency trade edition of the Wild Minute with Troy. The 2 p.m. deadline today came and went, and if you're a Wild fan, you were trying to keep up, a scorecard wouldn't do it. Billy G was wheeling and dealing all day, even after the deadline as trades finally came through, which one just came through minutes ago before we started this emergency trade edition of the Wild Minute. Let's start with the big news. We won't bury the lead any further. The Wild trade for Hall of Famer and reigning Vesna Award winner, goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury from the Chicago Blackhawks. We've been talking about it for weeks, and it finally came to fruition. And Billy G hoodwinked the Blackhawks. Yes, Chicago knew it needed to get rid of Marc-Andre Fleury, but they flirted around. They thought they had other teams. But here's the reality that, that Billy G knew. The Flower had a very, very short list of teams he'd allow the Blackhawks to trade him to because he had a no-trade clause. And the Wild were one of two teams on that list. So while the Chicago GM last night thought he had a lot of leverage and was holding uh, Billy hostage for a number one, Billy waited it out, and sure enough, this morning, he dealt a conditional second-round pick to the Blackhawks for the Flower. So here's what that means. If Andre Fleury takes the Wild into the Western Conference Finals, which means if they win two playoff rounds and Fleury wins at least four games in net, that second-round pick becomes a first-round pick. I asked you at the beginning, raise your hand if your head's on a swivel. Well, do me the same here. Raise your hand if you'd trade a number one pick to get to the Western Conference Finals. Folks, it's a no-brainer. Billy G pulled it off, and we tip our cap to him. A couple other notes about uh, Fleury. He landed about an hour ago, literally is having a press conference right now at the XL Energy Center, just miles away from where we're recording this podcast. Kulikov, let's tip our cap to him. He gave up the proactively gave up his jersey number 29 to the Hall of Famer. So Flurry will wear 29 for the Wild. Kulikov will be your new number seven. So that was the first trade. That was the major trade, but but Billy wasn't done. Minutes later, he traded who Capo uh, Kakinen, who dropped a third goaltender. He, well, the Wild traded him to the San Jose Sharks for defenseman Jacob Middleton. Middleton's a six foot two, 220-pound big defenseman that I've been begging for for two years in Minnesota. Middleton can play any of the three D pairings. We don't know for sure yet. I hope he ends up with Spurgeon, but we'll see that play out. Middleton will not be in the lineup tonight. He's an aggressive defenseman who can be aggressive, can play on the offensive side. Not a big goal scorer, but he's a defenseman. Again, folks, 225, 220 pounds and six foot two inch. That's what we're looking for from this guy. He averaged about 19 minutes a game in San Jose. So we'll see where he ends up. Billy wasn't done. Minutes ago, minutes before we hit record on this pod, Billy finally was able to unload the $5 million man from Iowa. That's right. Victor Rask is not with the Wild anymore. He was dealt home to the Carolina Panthers, which originally signed Rask to the monstrous deal that that, that the Wild were stuck from under. And the Wild agreed to pay half of his salary of $2.5 million, and Carolina absorbs the other $2.5 million. The Wild get a future consideration. Folks, the Wild basically sold a, puck of puck, a bucket of pucks to Carolina for $2.5 million. Good job, Billy, on that one as well. To review what happened yesterday, the Wild acquired D'Lo from the Anaheim Ducks for a third-round draft pick. 
Delo, I don't want to call him a goon, but as we said yesterday, he kind of is going to take the load off, the fighting load off of Felino, so Felino can stay on that third line. So Delo won't play every game, but he gives the Wild a needed physical presence when they want to get physical on that fourth line. And then, as we know, just before the weekend on Friday, the Wild dealt for Tyson Jost from the from the Colorado Avalanche. He'll center the fourth line again tonight, but we know that next year he will go into training camp looking to center that second line. Let's break this down as easy as can be. The Wild had four needs going into the trade deadline. Number one was goaltending. They took care of that by getting a Hall of Famer, and he's not done yet. He clearly has become the best goaltender on the Wild roster as soon as he landed. The Wild had a need for another center. They took care of that with Jost. This one won't play out for till probably next season, but he'll end up on that second line, and the Wild Minute thinks that he'll look really good between Fiala and Boldy. The Wild also needed a big defenseman. They lack size on the blue line. They took care of that by getting uh, Jacob Middleton from the Sharks, six foot two, 220 pounds. And finally, and it became evident just uh, you know during the uh, two or three week swoon that the Wild went in, that they lacked a little punch besides Felino. Now they got that in D'Lo, and Felino won't have to go around and be the, be the thug and hunt down anyone and make people atone for their sins, and then all of a sudden their third line gets disrupted? No more. Felino can still be physical, but he doesn't have to go defend when you got a guy like uh, D'Lo patrolling the ice. So Billy took care of all four needs during the trade deadline, and with so many assets stocked up down in Iowa, keep in mind, Rossi and Beckman are still on the roster. So is Kalen Addison. We expect two or three of those guys to be on the roster next year and probably a couple others. This team's in great shape and they now look poised to try to make a run in the playoffs. Something this team looks like it could do. We haven't even gotten to lineups. The Wild uh, dropped the puck in about an hour and a half against the Vegas Knights. Keep in mind, this isn't your uh, father's Vegas Knights. Right now, Vegas is on the outside looking in, and I think they're uh, seated ninth in the Western Conference, but they still could give the Wild some fits. We expect the top three lines to stay the same, and then just keep an eye if D'Lo gets plopped into that fourth line or if they're going to keep Duham, Dewar, and Jost in there for tonight. Uh, Cam Talbot is in net. We don't expect Flurry to play until uh, Thursday when the Wild host the Canucks. But first things first, Wild versus Vegas tonight at 7. And with such an action-packed emergency trade pod, we will have a post-game podcast to review, hopefully, another Wild win. This has been Troy, and this has been your Wild Minute.